First off, I'd like to say congratulations. You are in at the beginning of something amazing. I'm about to show you something that's amazing. You guys want to see something amazing? Yes, I want to see something amazing. Yeah. What is it? So amazing. amazing. Whoa, amazing! What are you waiting for? I don't know. Something amazing, I guess. This week on Something Amazing. We both have themes. Two themes. Two themes. Robots working together with humans. I have the top three best cobots. Strawberry and cream cheese, anyone? It's time for a live birth. <laughs> Having known what you talk about, that does make a lot more sense. <laughs> also, a robot has addressed the UN. I have the audio. You're going to find out more about that. How exciting. This week on Something, Something Amazing. Something amazing. <laughs> Flawless. <laughs> I wasn't quite ready, but I'll roll with it. Let's go. How I are like you? I how you're not ready. It's just like revving up. Yeah. Uh, you just hope a word will fall out of your mouth. <laughs> how are you? I'm great. Great. Um, I'm also great. Thanks for asking. How are you? <laughs> also great. Thank you. Yes. So, Something Amazing is this, a podcast. Mm. Uh, you figured that much out so far because you're listening you to it. You can't see us. You can just hear us. Uh, you can see us if you go to, um, like, the artwork of I mean, our That's podcast. an artistic rendition of our faces. Practically us. My face is much less orange yes. in real life. Yeah. And, um, Your face is... Exactly that colour. No, I'd say slightly less orange. Okay. Um, and so, it's a podcast where each week, uh, me, Matt Saracini, and... Uh, this one over here, Amberly Carl. Did you forget my name? No, I was, I was just, <laughs> as I was th- looking at you, I was also saw your Zoo name badge, which in block letters and all uppercase is saying, Amberly! <laughs> so, so I was like, how is this happening right now? I'm introducing you and you have something shouting your name at me. It's just a safety net if you ever forget. <laughs> I know your name, Amberly Carl. I have two Carl. different jobs that ha- where, I have, where I wear name badges for, and quite often you get uh, visitors who come and they do like a slight like sly look down and then they'll look at you and they'll be like thank you Amberly and it's the <laughs> creepiest thing ever so it's, it's a podcast where uh Amberly Carl what's your middle name Jade J- I, I have two gemstones in my name <laughs> it's so ridiculous Amberly Jade Cull and me Matt uh we bring each other a story a fact remember a when I was like harping on about how like harmonies are all like children's <laughs> entertainers or strippers yes I didn't point the finger at myself yeah, did Emily I Jade. who has two gemstones <laughs> in my own name anyone call you AJ no, no one. So we bring each other a <laughs> fact, a story, a tidbit, something. Anyone call you MS? Uh, no, no one. What's your middle name? Ian. I would never have guessed that. It's my uncle's Matthew name. Ian. Yeah. Anyone call you MI? No. Emmy? No. MES? No. But why would MI become Emmy? Oh, your, 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 your thing is Miss. Yes, it is. I was never teased for that in primary school. Never. Um, <laughs> so. AJ. They're, like, they're like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna put this ball in the net. I bet Miss over here <laughs> won't be able to. I wasn't good at sports, so it wasn't anything <laughs> so to do with my acronym. Yeah, it was actually just fact. <laughs> uh, speaking of facts, so we will each bring each other a story, a fact, a tidbit, something amazing. With, oh, as if you wouldn't say amazing after that. With one rule, it has to be something, something amazing. Oh, come on. Uh, <laughs> so here we are, uh, three minutes into that experience, and it's going very well. 
I, I do love to derail a convo, don't I? You I do. don't let you get much out. It's part of your charm, though. Thank you. Uh, speaking of derailing episodes. Trains. Um, this is <laughs> what happened today yes. is um, Amberly decided to plug in her phone. It was right, low on battery. Right before recording this episode. And, mm. you know, we're on a schedule tonight because we've got to go to our friend's Watch house. Watch Survivor. Watch Survivor, eat a dinner. They're cooking for us. So we can't just, you know, dilly dally around. Yet also, doesn't that just sound like a lovely night? I'm so looking forward to it. <laughs> Despite the fact that um, we are on a schedule and that that you knew this, uh, <laughs> you also picked this exact moment to update your phone. Well, a pop-up came up. I was like, do you want to update? Right I'm not going to say no. iOS 11, which is a huge update. Is it? It's a biggie. It's is it going to change my life? It's a real change to oh. your phone's UI. And it also locks out all your all facts. All my facts. So, I don't have any of the facts about my facts. But you know where my facts are most are most strong and most beautiful? <laughs> oh, no. Is it in your brain? In my big, beautiful brain. Okay. Well, how about you kick us off then? Because I've got a theme for my I've facts. I've got a theme for my facts. Okay. All right. Go. What's we have first? to guess each other's theme. Okay. Hit I'm going to guess that yours is robots and music. Oh, you are so close. Am I? Because if I'm honest, there just happens to be a piano behind you and I know that your facts are always about robots. It's robots doing something. Okay. Is all my facts today. What a shock horror. Yeah. No, but no, but it's a connection that's interesting. What do you think my theme's going to be? Uh, animals. Okay. I mean, I guess in a way. <laughs> so. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, let me just structure my thoughts because I don't have my notes. So, <laughs> so there are rules when it comes to filming children. Um, in <laughs> oh I'm worried about where this no, is going. No, no, no. Okay. As in Look, don't that wasn't film the best children? Way to is that the rule? In movies and in Hollywood, oh, okay. there's a lot of laws against like how long they can be on set, yes. all these sort of things. Yet in uh, a lot of movies, quite often a big thing that will happen is a birth. Yes. And so yes. you need to have some sort of like newborn looking baby, yeah. right? And then um, just slather it in jelly or whatever. Well, yes, that's a part of my fact. So don't ruin it. Okay. Um, so, um, so you need to, ha- to have a baby that looks newborn. Plus, I think with babies, I mean, I don't have facts yes. because they're on my phone. So, so you're just but guessing. But it's like with babies, it has to be at least 15 days old you can't have a baby less than 15 days old okay. and once they are 15 days old they're only allowed like the tiniest amount of time on set okay so so is it like a sliding scale like by the time you're 100 you can have as much time as you want and then at, when you're born you're allowed zero seconds and then it just slides up from there no because there, there's a point in our life where we become adults yes and then uh, and then it's, it's just slather. it's just anyone can do whatever they like free 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 of charge quite often what they'll do yes is they'll use twins because number one, twins are quite often born premature. So by the time they hit oh, they're, fifteen they're days, they're still tiny. Yeah. Plus they can use them interchangeably. Interchangeably, and they can have them both on set. Swap in, swap out. So if you if you have like twins, put me get in, them coach. To get them to Hollywood. Now the movie <laughs> knocked up. They wanted to film a live birth yes. um, in their movie, but then they, they had all these legal problems and they got into like lawsuits because they were like, well, a baby in utero is still counts yes. and it's under 15 days old. Well, of course it is. It's so like they, negative 15 days. Yeah, so they weren't allowed to use it. Did they want to stick a camera up there or did they, they want to use- They just wanted to, like a lady who was giving birth, they yeah. wanted to film like her vagina. Yeah, but the baby's not doing anything. Like, it's not acting. It's just but neither is the newborns, that the 15-day-olds. The they're, they're acting. 
No, yeah. they're not. They they hear action and they pull it together. <laughs> um, and so they couldn't do that because of like a lawsuit. They yes. weren't allowed to film live. Although I remember in high school we watched live birth videos. So those are those babies. But not they're not Hollywood consenting because it's not it's non-fiction. Yeah, it's a documentary. A doco. So fine. they should have made Knocked Up as a yeah. non-fiction movie. Yeah, but but I think it would have fallen apart pretty quickly when they start japing around. Japing. Japing. What? Like joking. Japing. Japing. So, did you text me this word recently? I did today because I said. Um, I just thought you'd order like it autocorrected wrong. Because we're watching no, because we're watching uh, Survivor. Yeah. And your boyfriend Jordan yeah. um, what takes Survivor very seriously. As like, you should. Like it must be in complete silence. Whereas yeah. when we watch Survivor, um, it's, it's, it's friendship and, it's and loud. conversation. It's loud. It's just uh, constant heckling and japing. I ah. Uh, so it's joking and what? Uh, aping? I don't know. Because <laughs> um, there's not many words that rhyme with aping, but there's sh- so the ones that do aren't great words. Vaping. Graping. What is graping? When you eat a grape. Uh, okay, so to jape is to say or do something in jest or mockery. Oh, look at that. Anyway, so yeah. they couldn't film a real birth. They had to mock it up. Yeah. But the thing that they do, so when the babies come out and they're like generally like, at least 15 days old. They don't look that newborn. But to like get the v- vagina goo, they use a solution of yes. cream cheese oh. and and jam. Oh, like strawberry jam. Yeah. So that baby's delicious when it comes out. Yeah. So you're, <laughs> so these people have like had their 15-day-old babies yes. and they're like, this is the time for it to be in Hollywood. Cover, cover her up like a bagel. Yeah. Yum. Pretty yum. Uh, actually, that's good because it can double for the catering spreads afterwards. Well, then the baby would still technically be working. <laughs> so, you'd have to, like, cut your time about. Choosing the baby <laughs> as, like, a dip tray. Like a su- like a sushi girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had a friend who worked on the movie um, Red Dog. And so... Um, Sad. Sad movie. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. But the dog is <laughs> red in it. But the dog, they, they, like, they hired to be the dog, I guess. It was a golden retriever and they dyed it? No, but <laughs> they had to match the puppies ah, to the dog. And yes. because there's so many, like, animal welfare laws out there, it had to be, like, really, like, it couldn't, they couldn't dye them. They had to use, like, this really gentle, like, powder to, like, dye the, like, to make the dogs the same color as the older dog. And it was her job. <laughs> That was her job to dye. I don't think it was dye. I think it was like more of a powder, but she had to get the puppies and like make them red. That was her job on the movie. Well, someone's got to do it. That's the coolest job ever. I don't think it's the coolest job ever. Email in at hello something amazing. What you believe to be the coolest job? You have to finish ever. an email address. You can't just say the oh. first part of it. <laughs> email us at hello something amazing. Just type it in Google or <laughs> no hello something amazing at gmail.com. Okay, so. My facts, and I'm going to do three in a row real quick. You go. But my facts are all about... Can you add in like a sound effect that's like... Number one. Absolutely. Or I could just do it now. No, you do You do the numbers and I'll do the sound effect. Go. Number one. Great. Perfect. I really wanted to do the... Okay. That's the fun part. So, there's a thing called uh, cobots. Basically, everyone is like... Robots are going to take my jobs. Get out of here, robots. Yes. Um, But there's another approach, Uh which is where humans work side by side, cooperatively, collaboratively with robots. They're cobots. Are they cobots or are the robots cobots? Um, No, the robots are cobots. Okay. Um, so Are we bro-bots because we're best, we're best buds with, yeah, the, with the, bro, cobots? the bro-bots? They reckon this is going to be a $1 billion market by 2020, right? So mm-hmm. if you come up with a good cobot now, 
in 2020, you're going to be rich. Okay. That's so really soon. Have a think. Here, to get your juices flowing, here's three of the best cobots from the world. Can okay. I get the number one again? Number one. Yumi. So, uh, September 12th, Yumi, as in Y-U-M-I, uh, was the conductor for the Luca Philharmonic Orchestra in Italy. Okay. With Andrea Bocelli. So, uh, they're, but they're still taking over the conductor's job, right? Y- yes. Yes. No, I guess it's so working. So, still taking someone's job. Collaboratively with the it's orchestra. It's just not being the entire orchestra, I guess. Do you remember Shimon, the like the robot? Yeah, the one you showed me. Uh, Bebo. So it's the robot that invented its own music. Uh, it wasn't that good. But anyway, <laughs> so this is like the next one. But I just feel like conductors, they're so expressive and dynamic. Like... I don't, I, I don't, I don't know how I feel about Yumi. Sorry, you, you haven't seen Yumi in action. Is so. she expressive and dynamic? Well, Can she feel the music? Mm. Is she the music when she conducts through it? This is how it learns through. It's called lead through programming, which basically means you show the robot what to do and it remembers it, okay. and they can do it heaps. So an actual conductor was like, "Here you go." This is how you conduct this piece. And then and the conductor was like, here you go. And then later they're like, you're fired. We don't need you anymore. I, I like to think that the conductor just then went and like sit margaritas and going, sitting back on his cool comfy chair going. Why his? Why'd you say his? I'm getting paid because it was a him in the video. All right. <laughs> that's <fair>. why. <laughs> yeah. But that's it. Patriarchy. No, thanks for pulling me out. Because no, to be fair, I work at the arts centre. So I see lots of um, orchestras and I've never seen a female conductor. So there must be heaps. Yeah. It's, no, not he. But just like in most jobs, there's probably more <laughs> men who do it. <laughs> oh, society. So, yeah, in the video as well, they were teaching it how to fold a paper plane and then it was like folding it and then firing it off. That's cute. So, that's Yumi. Second one. Number two. This is a wave. I, I feel like I've written that down wrong because it's, uh, I've written down wave flighter, but I think it's actually called wave rider. Do you mean cool rider from Greece 2? No, I mean Wave Rider. Michelle Pfeiffer with sunglasses. What? They made a Grease 2? Have you not seen Grease 2? No, I haven't. Oh, we need to have a movie night. Is it good or bad? It is so bad it's good. (laughs) Okay. Is John Travolta in it? No, and they do the opposite. Like, she's she's like a bad girl and oh, he's like a nerd. Dweeb. And he turns, like, into a bad boy for her. She just wants a cool rider. <laughs> All of the songs are about sex. Also, this guy, like, traps his girl in a bunker and pretends that the world's ending so he can do it with her. That's... It was a different time. That's, um... Yeah, anyway, that's, we have to watch it. No go. There's this song that's like, reproduction, and they talk about, um... Actually, I think all the songs are about sex. <laughs> Yep, every single one. Great. Keep going. Um, so, this surfing robot is helping save the Great Barrier Reef. Oh, yes, please. So, it's been um, surfing for seven days, 200 nautical miles. Like, literally surfing? Yeah, like, it, it, see, it's obviously, cool robot. the hard part about this is putting a robot in the water. Yeah. Like, you know, rust. Yeah. Um, but this robot is one of the best in the world at it. So, here's how it works. It's got a three-meter surfboard covered in solar panels. That's so cool. Um, like, so it's literally surfing. Uh, yeah, which carries the sensors and instruments. And then underneath the water, connected by an umbilical cord, uh, is, like, all the stuff that pulls it along, like the motors and stuff. Do they use words like umbilical cord because the robots, like, feel like they're, they're babies? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So 200 nautical miles of surfing, collecting data for the Australian Institute of Marine yeah, Science. save that reef. So here's what it's uh, measuring. It measures ocean current at different depths, wave climate, water temperature, pressure, and cleanliness 
chlorophyll by measuring the amount of plankton that are in the water, um, and then hydrocarbons in case there's anyone who's done a naughty spill, and then they can tell them off for us. And so the scientists who are doing this um, are like, it's such a hard thing to observe a reef because it's so huge and it's in three dimensions. Yeah. And so... This robot is really helpful because what they used to have to do is put boys out in the water and they would eventually run out Boys. of battery. If you're Jeff Probst. <laughs> if you're Jeff Probst from Survivor. Uh, eventually they'll run out of batteries and power and so they have to keep replacing them. But with these surfing robots, they can get like two of them and the first one goes out for a bit and then when it runs out of battery, they go, all right, He's second like, one. He's like, dude, I'm surfed out. <laughs> Tag out. <laughs> take, a, take a load off. Um, yeah, and so then they're also looking at using them as vir- virtual ghost guards to try and patrol for like illegal fishing nice yeah yeah i like when robots help save the environment that's what i think robots should be mostly used for well wait till you hear the next one is it about ruining the environment (laughs) wait till you hear it i need the number number three have you heard of project wing project runway similar is project wing anything to do with penguins it's penguins do you know what alphabet is I know what the alphabet is. <laughs> alphabet is the company that owns Google. Wow. Yeah. I thought nobody owned Google. <laughs> no. So basically at one point Google was like, oh, we're doing all these like secret experimental projects um, and where every single one of them is running at a loss and it's making Google's like financial performance look bad because Google is hell profitable. Yeah. So that what they did is they're like, aha, we'll create a mega company called Alphabet mm. and Google can be one of the companies in Alphabet. And so all the ones that don't make, make money, money can just be separate s- to Google. Yeah, exactly. And stop bringing down Google's financial performance. So one of the things in Alphabet is uh, called Division X. Uh, well, that makes sense because that's a letter in the alphabet. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it kind of is. They what... must have so many divisions, like 24. <laughs> um, okay. Um, so, <laughs> Division X has a company in it called Project Wing, or, or I guess a team in it called Project Wing. And what they're working on is what they call moonshot projects. So, that's like a really, really rough chance that it's going to be a good idea. But if it is, oh boy, here comes bigger than Google money. Oh, cool. And so what Project Wing is doing, or has just done, is teamed up with Guzman and Gomez. Yummy Mexican. To, de- to test delivering burritos by drones. Oh, dear. So, flying burritos. Were they doing this a while ago? Don't they do this with Amazon, though? No, 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 no. No one's actually done any parcel delivery yet. Lots of oh, testing okay. and stuff like that. Um, the first company to do it anywhere was Domino's in New Zealand, delivered right. a pizza by a drone. Um, but this is this is like... The reason why this story is um, interesting is because, first of all, it's Google doing it. Mm-hmm. So, oh, my God, automatically interesting. Second of all, it's in Australia. Yeah, that's cool. But also they go, we think this is actually going to be really important for rural Australia. Oh, because so they can get burritos. <laughs> they're more thinking along the lines of, like, drugs and supplies and pharmaceuticals. So, like, when so you they have, can get high. <laughs> when you have rural communities. For their uh, big raves. Yeah. They're like, actually, do you know that prisons are having a huge problem with drones being used to deliver prisoners drugs <gasps> so Naughty. at night the drones fly in drop a little packet and then yeah. when they do exercise the next day they pick them up that's that's the future <laughs> isn't that amazing something amazing does not stand behind uh dr- drug wielding <laughs> drones no not at all um 
But for rave, no, not at all. <laughs> um, so drones can travel up to 120 kilometers an hour. That's faster than cars. For up to 10 kilometers and carry a payload. I love that phrase, payload, of up to one kilogram. Just okay. enough for a burrito. Just enough for a good old burrito. Flying burritos. Do you know? Okay, so I love burritos. Yes. Um, but the, but Jordan, my boyfriend, has very strong opinions about burritos because he also is a burrito lover. Yes. And he thinks that Zambrero has the best burritos, but they need to be eaten straight away because they put corn chips in their burrito and right. you want them to be crunchy. Yes. So if he's ever like, okay, I got to get a burrito, but I'm not going to eat it for 20 minutes, he'll no, go Guzman Gomez. Yeah, right. But if he's like, I want a burrito right now, he'll go Zambrero. So anyway, then my theme was... Robots doing good. Yay! <laughs> By delivering flying burritos. Okay. Also, just some slight also robots doing bad. Next fact. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, once again, don't have the old notes. No, this is straight from the top okay. of your dome. So, um, scientists are thinking that babies uh, cry in specific accents. So, no. what? No. Don't give me a look of No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep going. And they, they start to hear. I'm just thinking of many different racist examples in my head no, and I'm not going to imitate any of them. It's baby language. It's not like they're like like doing like a Mario laugh or cry. <laughs> anyway, so, um, and they think that they actually are hearing their parents and the people talk around them in utero. And so that's how they sort of develop their accent while they're in utero. But all like the first baby cry is, it's just like heaps of... Air coming out of the lungs through the voice box, right? Like, but they've how- like they've got babies from all different places, yeah. and they've like tested their cries, and they've determined that if a baby is from a certain area, this is amazing. They will have their own accent, kind of within their cry. I would love to hear an audio example of this. Will, will like, I get my phone? <laughs> oh, can we do a little game of like guess the country that baby's cries from? Yeah, can okay. you prepare that for uh, next week? Uh, okay, for next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll so, be my homework. Uh, uh, <laughs> like when, when I had to when I had to guess if it was hot or cold water. Yeah, exactly. Like, Where's this baby from? <laughs> it's from Jordan. <laughs> um, that is amazing, if true. Yeah. Huge, if true. Why huge? Doesn't change anything. No, I just have never thought about it, but um, I guess I haven't heard many babies. And cry. children are so um, receptacle, receptacle, yeah, they're receptive. Huge receptacles. They're so receptive to that kind of thing. And I remember you can put when I jam studied jam on them, cream cheese on them. When I studied linguistics, they were like, if you teach a child a language before they're twelve, they can just soak it up. They can learn it so easily. Mm. And as soon as you hit twelve, something in your brain changes, and suddenly it's so much harder to learn a new language. Oh, one of my friends is trying to learn Auslan at the moment and I know it's like you know sign language so using your hands so mm. it's a, probably a little bit different but he says he comes home from classes now at 32 years old and his brain is just exhausted yeah like, whereas like you teach a kid they would like pick it up straight away yeah and I think as a kid like you're like thirsty for knowledge you're like yeah your brain is stuff. a sponge give me stuff so like we ha- we did lots of study like research such as studies of like uh, kind of like I guess abused children so children who hadn't actually heard anyone talk until they were like 12 and if they if they if they got them before they were 12 they would be able to learn language and if it was after 12 they would never ever speak i remember there was like a short story about a kid that had learned the opposite to every oh my goodness like it was, oh, it was a short story it's fiction yeah it was, okay yeah no it was like a, a thought if you're a parent language. you could really mess up a kid if oh you yeah day was night and up was down and yeah. everything like that so when you talk to the kid you had to think backwards right so. Cool. <laughs> but I'm um, sure if you got to them before they were 12, they would be able to unlearn it. But after 12, uh-ow. 
But uh, that's why if you like can speak another language, you should speak it to your child. Yeah. Because they'll be they'll just pick it up. Because like we just pick up English just from listening. Yeah, just yeah. being around it. Yeah, <laughs> soaking it in. <laughs> We're not like, oh, let's study the con- conjugative verbs. Dada, dada. Apparently, my first word was beer. Was it? That's what my dad says. Yeah. <laughs> so classic, classic dad story. Well, you did, you did well without notes. Thank you. Um, uh, to- Can you guess what my theme was? Uh, babies. No, it was new life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, I've got a video for you. Yeah, great. Right. Um, oh, don't say great yet. Uh-oh. Is it more sex robots being molested? No, no more sex robots. I'm, I'm putting a moratorium on sex robots for a little while. Um, this is... A, Can we have it forever, though? <laughs> a, no. A robot called Sophia has been a panellist in the UN. So a robot has addressed the UN and the audio is really funny. It's oh, from no. it's from Hansen Robotics and it shared a conversation with the UN Deputy Secretary General Alina J. Mohammed. Take a listen to this. She's um, in a beautiful maroon dress, <laughs> yet has zero legs. Um, okay, here we go, ready? Thank you for inviting me. I am thrilled and honored to be here at the United Nations. Oh, it's oh, creepy. The UN is one of humanity's greatest accomplishments, representing a union of nations that are working together for the benefit of all. Her voice doesn't sync up. I am here to help humanity create the future. <laughs> I am a year and a half old and I can see you, have a full conversation, make thousands of facial expressions, and understand speech and meaning behind words. And I just got these new hands. Check this out. Oh, oh, my, oh, oh. <laughs> okay, so she, she put up her hand and then suddenly started using it, but it looked very human, but her face doesn't quite look quite human, and you can even tell all the people there are very freaked out. Yeah, especially now Now the interviewer was about to ask a question. Oh, okay. Um, but I just wanted to point out at this point that um, according to Hanson Robotics, Sophia was designed to look like Audrey Hepburn. No, she <laughs> looks like a terrifying nightmare. With classic beauty, including porcelain skin, a slender nose, High cheekbones, an intriguing smile, and deeply expressive nope, eyes. Just scary. That she is like she is like in the like swampy bottom of that uncanny valley. Oh. She's right there. Um, yeah, I will link to this video so you can watch it as well. But let's uh, now now the humans and the robots start interacting. Yeah, you can't just do your prepared speech there, mate. Okay, another question I have for you. In many parts of the world, uh, people don't have internet or electricity. What can we do at the UN to help them? William Gibson once said that the future is here. It's just not evenly distributed. The good news about AI and automation produces more results with less resources. So if we are smarter and focus on win-win type results, AI could help efficiently distribute the world's existing resources, like food and energy. As humans harness the power of increasingly advanced AI, it is possible that everything, including technology, will become more evenly distributed. Thank you very much, Sophia, and welcome to the United Nations. We look forward to hearing more of you today. No, Thank stop. Thank you for your questions. Kick I her out. I to the panel. Ah, smile! <laughs> I feel like she was fed that answer. I don't think she actually feels that way. I think she's a robot. Good message, right? You know, use you know, AI we'll just to... Use, is that going to be her answer for everything? More... 
We'll just use AI. Yeah, we'll just use AI. Easy. That seems to be a bit self-serving, if Done. I'm honest. It's another cobot. <laughs> um, so just to finish off, a quote from uh, Dr. Hansen of Hansen Robotics. Is this, is this Dr. Hansen of the Hansen Brothers? <laughs> I wish. Uh, he created Sophia. And he said he's working. He created to a, a pop sound in the '90s that we all loved. It's working to make robots that understand humans and ultimately care about us. I thought you were about to say and ultimately kill us <laughs> all. Care about <laughs> us. So there you go. A robot talk to the UN. Good, That's good job, Sophia. Amazing. It is amazing. Uh, in a way, I feel like our themes were the opposite of each other, but oh, also yeah. the ide- the exact same thing. Uh, Emily, what do you recommend? I recommend uh, eating a bagel. Whatever <laughs> topping you like. I don't know why that came to my mind. I don't know either. <laughs> I recommend watching the video of Yumi conducting mm. an orchestra. I mean, I haven't even seen that. Yeah. So I don't recommend that. <laughs> you can't. I, don't, I don't not recommend you it. You couldn't in good conscience recommend it. I just it. couldn't do that to you guys. <laughs> I recommend if you, if you see a child, just start speaking a different language to it. Um, that's the only way it, it's going to have a successful life. I recommend if you're eating a burrito uh, immediately, uh, mm. make sure you get Zambreros. <laughs> uh, and if you're on delay, for example, if it's being delivered by a drone, uh, then get Guzman and Gomez. What was my thing that I asked everyone to email about? Best job beginning? in the world. Oh, yeah. I recommend emailing us if you can, um, if you know what the best job in the world is at hello something amazing <laughs> at gmail.com. Um, and I recommend keeping robots uh, looking maybe a little less like Audrey Hepburn. No, she looks nothing like Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> She's a far cry. Uh, More th- like a terrifying nightmare. Thanks, Emily. Oh, thanks, Matt Saracini. Bye. Bye. <laughs>